Are you sharp? 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 Hello and welcome to the first official season of our brand new podcast, Are You Sharp? Brought to you with love by students from the School of Journalism at Rhodes University. My name is Siwani Songwane and I will be taking you through this first episode. We are so grateful that she took this time to tune in and join us. Now, you may be wondering what this podcast is going to be about, so let me tell you. Are You Sharp is a podcast that gives students a platform to tell their stories with regards to the shift they had to go through when leaving their hometowns and cities and coming to Rhodes University. Many students have had mixed reactions when trying to adjust to a new way of living. However, either way, they ended up here, at Rhodes. And so we had to check in and ask students, Are You Sharp? Everybody has a reason for choosing to apply to a certain university. For some students, that specific university was their first choice, and for others, the trials were tribulating and that's why they ended up where they are. With Rhodes University being the place where leaders learn and all roads apparently lead to, we asked various students on the campus why their road led to roads. This is Sisipo's story. Hi there. I am Sisi Pondoyana, a 20-year-old Bachelor of Journalism and Drama student here at Rhodes University. I was born in Ekabeha, formerly known as Port Elizabeth. I'm originally from East London, but I grew up in Cape Town. I applied to Rhodes University simply because I wanted to have options in terms of where I studied. I did not want to limit myself, and so I just decided to apply to as many universities as I possibly could. I applied to UWC, UCT, UFS, NMU, VITS, Rhodes, and I think that's all I can recall, but I did get accepted everywhere I I applied, but I chose Rhodes University because it was literally the only way I could move out of my mom's house. Besides UCT, this was the only other university she approved of, and so... I moved to Makanda. Had I gone to UCT, I would have had to stay at home because she simply wasn't willing to pay for me to live in the same city as her. I am a self-funded student, so financially it didn't make sense. And this was the only way I could sort of get what I want in terms of moving out the house because I was given the freedom to sort of choose what I study. So I wasn't forced to study anything I didn't want. I made the choice myself. And I chose Rhodes because it had the course I wanted. It was going to give me the freedom I wanted. And it allegedly had one of the best journalism faculties in the continent. Sisipo is the person we all hope to be, getting to every university she applied to. Her story was about gaining independence, but this is not the case for everybody. For one student, Shiba, it was about being closer to home and wanting to bag a degree. So after my year as an au pair in New York, um, I really started becoming homesick and I wanted to come back to South Africa, but I didn't want to come back without doing anything. So my host parents 
uh, offered to help me with the university, like payments and things like that. However, I didn't start the application process on time. So one of the universities that did the application still open was Rhodes University and NMU. However, Rhodes responded first. So then I basically just accepted and then came back to South Africa to study. I'm currently studying a BA in Fine Arts and psychology. The university experience was actually really, really difficult because my first year was when COVID was still really bad. And so there were just like a whole lot of restrictions and I couldn't really enjoy, I guess, the university experience. And that really kind of dampened my mood or like psychologically, I wasn't really okay. But my second year has definitely been better because like there's not a lot of restrictions so I made some really cool friends and also like the art department kind of the structure is more better because we have in-person classes and we get to interact with our lecturers and ask for help in person which was something that was lacking in my first year so yeah definitely um kind of adjusting to the Makanda life or Rhodes University life South Africa will always feel like home. No matter where you go, remember the road that will lead you home. This was the case for Shiba. Shiba's story is similar to our next interviewee, Lunati. However, Lunati loves Makanda. If you don't believe me, listen for yourself. Hi guys, my name is Lunati Mwele and I'm a second year student here at Rose University, currently studying a Bachelor of Journalism. The reasons why I chose to come here to study this journalism is because I love this town. I love the environment of it. I attended boarding school at Victoria Girls High School, so I'm very familiar with the environment of Grahamstown. And I've always appreciated how calm it is. I've appreciated how even on its busy days, it's never really busy. I really hate noisy places and busy places because they make me anxious. But being in a familiar environment and such a calm environment, it, it gives such a nature feel that I love, like I love that aesthetic. I really do love the aesthetic of this town, so I really enjoy being here as a person. I also came here because um, I was informed that Rhodes University is really good when it comes to journalism studies. So I was really excited to see that for myself, and I was very excited to study journalism as a course as well. So coming here, I knew that I probably wouldn't be making a mistake by studying that career choice. Yeah, so I really enjoy being here. I think another factor that contributed to me wanting to be here is because I liked, even when I was in high school, every time I saw students in town, I loved how different they all were. It felt like it really felt like people's identities were really shining through them, like even as they were walking through their aesthetics. And you get different kinds of people, and I love that. I really love that because it really feels like everyone's doing their own thing. Which is so fun, and I enjoy places like that where people feel like it's okay to be themselves and not look like everyone else or not be anyone else. So I've really enjoyed that. I honestly feel like, just to finish off what I'm saying, I also feel like to a certain extent I appreciated that specific part because I stood out really in high school. So the reason why I chose journalism, I feel like I think I love my personality and I love speaking to people 
and I wanted something that would infuse both, like that would make it fun to make use of both these things. Speaking and communicating with people and getting to know different people and doing that as a career, like doing that for my life, that sounded so fun to me. And I think journalism has an aspect of that to it. You do need a personality if you really want to be working with people and you really need to be a people's person. And I love people, getting to know different kinds of people. So that was always my passion. I also feel like journalism is one of those careers that is not so linear. In that in journalism, as I'm studying now, I, I also see that it's so broad. There's so much you can do in journalism. The spectrum of e-jobs or the paths that you can go through is so broad that I think it gives it life. I feel like journalism is so lively, for lack of a better word. I like it. It's so colorful. Lunati has such a positive outlook on life and more particular on Makanda and Rhodes. These were the stories on why some students decided to study at Rhodes. Up next, we will discuss how the transitioning periods were for other students. Change is inevitable, whether you want it or not, and adjusting can be hard if you're someone that doesn't like change. For many students, the transition period can last days, weeks, or even months. Some students I know on campus have been here for years and still haven't adjusted. For students leaving a big city, the transition can be shaky and long. For one such student, this was the case. Let's listen to Mpo's story of her transition. Hi, my name is Mpo Makiti and I am in my final year within my undergrad studies at Rhodes University. Originally, I come from Johannesburg, so the transition between Johannesburg and Grahamstown was a tiring, tedious process, something that took long for me to get used to due to the fact that living in Joburg is different to living in Grahamstown. In Joburg, everything is fast-paced, everybody is on the move, everybody's minding their own business and going about their own life. Whereas in Grahamstown, it's a very small town, so everybody knows each other, everything is slower than Joburg. The people are more involved in other people's lives in a sense that you get a more family-type vibe from Grahamstown than you do in Joburg where every dog goes on its own, basically. The transition was difficult. It took me quite some time. It took me a few months to get used to the lifestyle of Grahamstown, but eventually, when I got the hang of it, I started enjoying being here. One of the biggest issues that I faced was the language barrier, given that I'm Zulu, and coming here, there are a lot of closer people and trying to understand Iskosa is quite difficult given that in Zulu, there are some words that we have that mean something completely different in Iskosa. So when I first got here, there were a lot of instances where I'd have a conversation with a Xhosa person and I wouldn't understand what exactly they're trying to say given that the words that they used mean something different in Isizulu. After a while though, I did get used to it. Now I fully understand it's closer. I now know how to converse with someone, engage with someone and reply here and there. It took me three years to get here, but eventually I did get here. 
Mpo's transition started off rough, but as time went on, she seemingly adjusted quite well. Up next, we interviewed Zandile. Zandile's transition wasn't hard, nor was it easy. She just took it as it is and did the student thing, as she said. Um, hi. My transition was not that much of a big deal because I'm from here in Grahamstown, so I'm used to the environment, I'm used to the people. It was just in Jebana. I had to get used to the varsity life. I had to get used to being a student because I was just used to being umhlali was at Grahamstown. But now I had to have a mentality of being a student and not being umhlali was at Grahamstown and not perceive my peers as is superior because as a bachali, in most cases, we perceived the students from roads as somehow somewhat of is superior because they live in town and we felt as though by they have everything figured out. But when I got here, I realized by now, no one has things figured out. So maybe adjusting isn't as easy as it seems, which is understandable when you come from a big city to a small town. Adjusting after making a huge change in your life can be tough. So for Rose students listening, go easy on yourself. So, students have different reasons for coming to Rhodes, and they adjusted on different levels to the town. But many of them had certain expectations too. These expectations might have been met or not, but given that most of the students interviewed came from bigger cities, I would say they may have been disappointed. Let's listen to Lupelo's expectations. My name is Lupelo Makeche, and I am a second-year Bachelor of Journalism student at Rhodes University. Before arriving in Makanda, honestly, I really expected water. I expected a lot of things. One of them would be just the maintenance of the residences, also including things like washing machines, dryers. I expected a bigger room. I think I expected those American movie dorm rooms where everyone is just living their lives and having showers and bathrooms and everything like that. But other than that, I think the university has lived up to some of my expectations of university lifestyle, university culture. And yeah, just, just maintenance and water is what I expected. With regards to the water, I couldn't do much. Definitely disappointed. But they did provide a way for us to have water, the likes of Jojo tanks and taps outside, taps in the bathrooms, etc. Some of the expectations were met with regards to just the friendships and the lifestyle and living as, you know, university student where you are self-sufficient and you're independent and you learn how to stand on your own two feet. So definitely that expectation was met. Definitely surrounding myself with good people, being able to decorate my room in a way that makes it feel like home, making it a place where I want to be, a place where I want to study, and just good people, good vibes. I would give them advice to pick their courses wisely because it is a very difficult 
university we are in, the standard is very high. So just knowing that whatever you are choosing, you need to be able to put the work in and also balancing your time because it's very easy to get sucked into going out or sleeping or not doing whatever it is that's required of you. So I just say that they need to be very grounded and very focused, but also have a good time. Don't forget to live. Life is already going downhill for most of us. Then in Makanda, you get water shedding. The expectations Lupelo had is what most South African youth have of university, but the reality is not so sweet. And that is a wrap, ladies and gentlemen. We have come to the end of our first official episode of Are You Shop? And we are so grateful that you decided to spend time with us today. I would like to just give a special thanks to all the people who willingly shared their stories with us. We are so, so, so grateful. If we learned anything from today's episode, it is to really just make the most of where you are, especially if you can't turn back. Adjusting to Makanda was a trip for many of us, but we are still here today, making it through. And that's all that matters. Are you sharp? 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 Oh, sure. Yeah. All roads lead to Rome.